This episode has been made possible by the BCL Trail. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at the bcltrail.ca. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name's Aaron and I'm a Cascadian. If this is your first time here, hello, welcome. I really hope you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you've been here for a while and have been enjoying this series, please leave us a review wherever you can on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps this show. In this episode, it's my first revisit of a brewery. I caught up with friends of the podcast Bridge Brewing. I first spoke to them back on episode 23 of the podcast, and a lot has changed since then. Located in North Vancouver along Lonsdale Avenue is their second location, the Bridge Deck. I sat down with their co-owner and director of consumption. I'm Lee Stratton, and I'm the director of consumption at Bridge Brewing Company. Best title in the world, director of consumption. And I have to say congratulations because uh, I've done a lot of episodes of the podcast now, but you are my first revisit because so much has changed since we last talked. It has, yeah. So we are now in location number two, which is just your new tasting room. So where are we? So we are at uh, Lonsdale Bridge Deck and we're obviously on Lonsdale Avenue. Mm-hmm. We North Van. North Vancouver. Thank you. We have a very small tasting room at the brewery. The capacity was 20. Yeah. Now it's obviously significantly less than that. Yeah. Um, as well as we had a very small eight-person patio. And our biggest complaint was always your tasting room is too small, your tasting room is too small. It would be crowded. We'd have a lineup mm-hmm. and our guests wouldn't be able to come in and, and enjoy the brewery experience that we really wanted to create for them. Yeah. We physically can't make it any bigger because of bylaws in the district and the percentage of a manufacturing floor. Yeah. So we thought, well, why not? Couldn't we, build anything on your rooftop. So. Couldn't build any. That's yeah. I think WorkSafe would have an issue with that. Yeah. Intoxication up there. This isn't Nashville. Yeah. So <laughs> we um, were looking for another space to recreate the tasting room experience where you can come in and get really affordable beers. All of our really small one-off beers have Mm -hmm. a tasting flight and wanted to expand the kitchen as well. Yeah, sweet. And this is lovely. It's a lovely, lovely, very bright. It's open to, you know, Lonsdale main street here. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of the time that we're now living in, um, are you, you do have a lovely patio. Is that expanded at all in the weekends? Are you looking to it? is um the mayor of north van's awesome and she's very forward thinking and yes because allowed... we can drink in parks now over you can here drink in parks. Yeah. <laughs> apparently that wasn't a thing before um but uh, it is legal now but we um applied for a permit to take over the parking space in front of bridge deck and they approved it immediately put up barricades and now we're just waiting on the liquor license before we're able to set up tables there so it essentially doubles our patio space mm-hmm. by being able to do that mm-hmm. it's temporary until october but we're super excited because anytime after about four o'clock we have a wait list mm-hmm. for the uh, bridge deck because obviously we're so small mm-hmm. uh, with our decreased capacity so we're very excited to be able to expand and then take care of more guests right and i mean it's, i mean sorry it's 
been a while since I visited your tasting room, um, but you don't have as full on a kitchen there, right? As you do at this location. We so, no, yeah. we have a smaller kitchen. Uh, we were getting our meat from Two Rivers mm-hmm. and we support a lot of the local um, businesses that we can. And they were a great partner with us and they were cooking the meat and bringing it in. And we were uh, making all of our own sauces and doing everything. But this way we're able to make it all here so that we can have the consistency mm-hmm. and then take it down to the brewery and make sure that the tacos that you have there are the same amazing tacos you have here. We mm-hmm. still use two rivers, still use all of our great local suppliers. Yeah. Cool. And so what has, were there any like major stumbling blocks and opening a second location? I don't want to say stumbling blocks. I mean, it took us six weeks to renovate. Right. And by that's, reno- a, that's pretty quick. Actually. It's very like, quick. Yeah. When we bought the restaurant, it was the portly chef. Um, amazing restaurant and they had just wanted to move on and do something different. And we knew we weren't making any big changes. So we came in and painted steam, cleaned the kitchen, put in new flooring, new countertops and really brightened it up, cleaned it up a lot. Um, that was just a more darker evening, fine dining restaurant, which we're not, we're a brewery tasting room. All the photographs were taken by our social media coordinator, Katrina, and did an awesome job creating the artwork. It's all original photos from the brewery Mm -hmm. and just wanted to create something really warm and welcoming. Mm -hmm. You can come in, you can sit down and have one beer and leave, or you can sit down and have a couple, have lunch, have dinner. Same concept as a brewery as you come to the counter, you order your drinks, you carry your drinks to the table, and then we'll deliver the fresh food to you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got 10 taps back there, right? So Yeah. And um is, are, are you brewing anything special just for this location? No, because we want to, it's an extension of the tasting room. So anything that we will brew special for the tasting room will end up at both locations. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So some two locations that have their own little private pilot system, right? Just for that. So I was just seeing if that was yeah. what no, you're into. We, we want to share it equally with the brewery and uh, our, our guests from the original location are very loyal. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd be happy with us if we were sending stuff up here that they didn't get to try. Right. Exactly. Um, so director of consumption. Um, so I have to ask, uh, what is, was there any real significant change here? Uh, given the global events that have happened in the last few months, did you ramp up bottle production at all or canning production? And what, what did you do during this time to, you know, that lovely word that everybody likes to throw around pivot? Um, I, I drink a lot more. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else does too. But with the, at the, I mean, at bridge deck, it was closed. So we made lunch and grocery packs for our staff. Cause we had a ton of food in here that we didn't want to go to waste. Yep. But at the brewery, we pivoted by increasing production. Um, again, we're very fortunate that we were in alcohol manufacturing and yeah. that's what people started doing. Mm-hmm. So our sales certainly increased and we wanted to make sure we were able to meet the demand. And I had um, I was on a, actually a Zoom call with some other local businesses and a local pub and somebody was they were saying, what challenges do you have in distribution? And we said, well, we don't have any. We're good. And they said, oh, well, BDL wasn't delivering. And I jumped up and said, why don't you support your local breweries then? Mm-hmm. They're, they're on Lonsdale and there's four breweries down the street. They'll deliver in an hour. They'll run a keg up on a, yeah, on a thing for like, you. Yeah. There's some awesome breweries here. Yeah. So I think just other businesses definitely pivoting because you're able to get that. Mm-hmm. And that the larger businesses were having a real hard time supplying. So go to your local. And, and I think that's 
such a positive thing that's really come out of this pandemic yeah. is that people are a lot more focused on that, mm-hmm. be it their local grocer, cheesemaker, certainly brewery, and all the other breweries that I've spoken with have said the same thing, that their sales have definitely gone up. Obviously, your tasting room sales have gone down because people aren't sitting there drinking, but it's also a very safe place to go. Mm-hmm. It's a very small location. You can come in. There's not a crowd. You don't have to wait in line. You can purchase your beer and go straight out to your car. Mm-hmm. So definitely we've um, done very well during this by able to take care of our guests who have always been loyal to us. Mm-hmm. One thing that we have pivoted is we do home deliveries yep. and that has really increased. Um, it was a really great thing for us to obviously get the sales for it, but then we were also able to keep people employed Yeah, because some of the people that we would have had to lay off because there's no restaurants you're delivering to, there's no restaurants to sell to. We were able to transition our sales reps um, and our team there and have them start delivering to people's homes. And they were kind of sending beer around anyway, but just to liquor stores. So exactly. it, wasn't, it wasn't too much of a stretch. Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they were, yeah. they were doing it full time. So yeah. otherwise uh, they weren't allowed to visit any liquor stores. They weren't allowed to call them. They essentially, their job did disappear, but mm-hmm. we were able to recreate uh, meaningful employment for them and mm-hmm. then keep them. It's an awesome team. So we want to keep them happy and then keep them doing something. Because mm-hmm. And so at the time that we're taping this, we're still amongst it. We're slowly sputtering open again. Can people order food for takeaway and also get a beer with them? Because I mean, people outside of the province, that's a new thing that they just introduced to is you can actually order beer with your food to go now. So. Yeah. I mean, what a shocking thing, right? <laughs> Let adults be adults. But uh, yeah, we're, I, I, I was surprised it happened, but obviously very glad that you can come in and get takeout food. And then get our beer to go as well. And then in the city of North Van, you can go drink that in a park. So we're two blocks from Victoria Park. Mm-hmm. So you can walk down, sit, have your burger, have your beer, let your kids run around the grass. Clean whatever. up after yourself before you go. Exactly. All of our mm-hmm. takeout is compostable. Mm-hmm. So it's very environmentally friendly. And uh, it's, I think, I hope it's something that will stay because mm-hmm. we've had this great social experiment mm-hmm. that liquor stores sales are still up. Uh, they're not hurting because of it, but people can have that convenience. Mm-hmm. People don't come in and purchase a flat of beer from us and a burger. They're just getting a six pack. They're just enjoying it for the night and that we're able to make that one stop, which from a health perspective too, it cuts down to two different locations that you're going to. So you're just going to one spot. Yeah. I mean, like some places I've ordered food and one beer because I can't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, I want to have this beer with the food that I've ordered this evening. So exactly because I might not have it in my fridge. Yeah. yeah, Is there a time you don't have beer at home, though? I mean, uh, the problem is, is I have a lot of bottles I've been saving for a bottle share, which just isn't happening at the moment because usually those are pretty big bottle shares. And, you know, you're like pouring beers. to So can't actually do that at the moment. (laughs) You're not driving anywhere. So, well, yeah, but like. I mean, like it, the the beers are so nice that are in my fridge that yeah, it's, you want to it, share it. It's a waste to have on your own. Yeah, you know, it's it's meant to be shared. So yeah. yeah, just want to take a moment to talk about the BCL Trail and thank them again for making this episode possible. And now you can also download the BCL Trail app. The BCL Trail showcases many parts of the province on their website, and you'll find recommended itineraries for each region, a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC, a calendar of beer events, and a blog with lots of great stories. The regional ale trails include local breweries, pubs, and restaurants, along with other activities the area has to offer. The app gives the users the ability to collect rewards by visiting the breweries and related businesses or events, which can be redeemed for merchandise and other discounts at participating locations. So whether you're planning a weekend trip or just being a tourist in your own backyard, let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at thebcaletrail.ca.
Um, but speaking of beers too, um, since we last spoke, you've actually introduced an, a new uh, lineup of beers uh, for the low carb types. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what what are those beers and how do those come about? Yeah. So we have uh, two beers in that lineup, it, our primetime, which is a pale ale and a primetime IPA. So we were looking for something new, something different. We knew a lot of people who are on the keto diet. And while we don't pander to trends, uh, we just thought, is that something we can do? Can we make a low carb beer that still has full flavor and full alcohol? So we tried a ton of different ways, had some beer that tasted great, had some beer that didn't taste so great, and just really worked through the R&D process and just discovered primetime mm-hmm. and it's been selling like crazy and yeah. it's now 70 percent of our production at the brewery wow yeah all right we well. thought it would be a seasonal and it stuck mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's growing very well because it's the only beer out there that tastes great yeah that has the added benefit of low calories low carbs which when you tell people that that's what it is they often say oh i don't want to try that because they think it's going to be a terrible miller light or something yeah. crappy yeah but it's full flavor full craft beer and then has the full alcohol as well it's I'm, not a light beer i'm enjoying your ip the primetime ipa right now and i'm like i'm like man this just tastes like a regular ipa it's like really it's really good i've i've been enjoying your other prime times as well because yeah, my alcohol consumption's gotten a little up uh, in this alcohol, yeah. uh, this lockdown period. So has it helped you on your COVID-19? Well, I mean, like, you know, my childless dad bod is definitely showing, but, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on that slowly. But um, but uh, so it's kind of hard to predict the future because like two weeks is three years in COVID time. So, I mean, like at the moment, we're looking to open phase three, which is going to have some new privileges and stuff for that. So, like, what what are your plans here in the next couple months at least um and uh is there any new exciting beers on the horizon yeah so our our plan in the next couple weeks is really to be dialing in bridge deck um because it was such a fast opening in the sense that they said okay great now you can open um we wanted to bring back all of our employees and, Mm -hmm. and get them in working as soon as as we could so we've got them in here um, trying out different food items. We have different features coming down, a power bowl, fish and chips, mm-hmm. just really unique things that keeps the um, the guests happy and then keeps the kitchen motivated as well with lots of different things. This isn't your typical brewery that you're just getting mm-hmm. the one item or the pepperoni and the twisty bread. It's, it's mm-hmm. different from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want people to come in and be engaged. Uh, it's an open kitchen concept, so you can see that and then be able to um, just expand our seating as we can safely do so. And will we as i mentioned before we're very busy kind of happy hour and later and as soon as people start coming back to work a lot more Mm -hmm. the business across the street from us the bank i was in there they said that they still have 200 people missing from their office so that's a lot of people in our immediate area yeah Um, i mean that's that's a decent turnout for lunch yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. i could just have you know 10% of that, I'd be happy. Yeah. Um, but for, for new beers coming down the pipeline, we, we do new beers every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We had to put that on hold for a little while because we were just trying to keep up with production. Yep. But now that we've got that uh, coming down, we we have uh, right now a pomegranate goza. Ooh. It's an excellent beer. That That's the one I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a blueberry pie sour, uh, a rosé beer that we're doing as well mm-hmm. that's coming in at 5% alcohol and 10 IBUs, and then uh, Hefeweizen as well oh, yeah. um that one of our brewers it's uh the first beer that he's done all on his own colin so we're super oh, excited uh okay. to have that come out as no well. pressure colin yeah we go colin <laughs> so we're um yeah those are just a couple of the ones that are that are coming down the pipes we like to give our brewers pretty much free reign on making the beers and do some test batches and trust that they they do an awesome job that's why we've hired them mm-hmm. and they put forward the beers and we all 
put uh, everybody in the company, put suggestions for for the names. Mm-hmm. And then we brew the beers and release them to the wild. There you go. Well, it's great to see you again. Thank you so much. And uh, I mean, this was recorded in a safe manner. We are sitting up. <laughs> we, Two meters apart. I for mean, sure. yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah. But uh, no, thank you very much for your time. Really. Thank you for it. coming in. Nice to see you. Huge thanks to Lee. And, you know, it's interesting times doing a podcast in COVID, (laughs) Um, but it's a beautiful space. Um, They're doing a really fantastic job of uh, keeping everybody safe and making sure that, you know, it's a pleasant experience for you uh, when you go visit the bridge deck. Food's fantastic, too. I've been back there a couple times with some friends. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been really great there. Uh, So looking forward to going out and visiting them again. And I hope you get a chance to, too. Huge thanks to the BCL Trail for making this episode possible. If you want to find out more about them, head to the bcltrail.ca and plan your next beer adventure. If you want to follow us along on social media, you can by going to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer. Also on Twitter at Cascadian Beer and on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast. The website, of course, is cascadian.beer for more episodes and some photos and some stuff, you know, show notes, extra things. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. And until next time, remember, support your local.